Hey guys, this is Watching People Cook. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David. And we are going to talk this season about MasterChef Junior, which is an offshoot of the show MasterChef. Yay, yes. It's one of our favorite shows to watch and then talk about. It is one of our favorite shows to watch and then talk about. And um, did you know that MasterChef is not connected to Gordon Ramsay? It's its own outside show. I did not know that it was. I thought he maybe produced it or was somehow it was connected to him. It is in the United States, but MasterChef is its own show that sold around the world, and it existed without Gordon Ramsay. Oh, yes. I think that I knew that because it's in different countries, too. Like, there's a Master MasterChef <laughs> India, and then one that we know and love is... MasterChef Canada. Yes, MasterChef <laughs> Canada, which Gordon Ramsay has nothing to do with. Because oh. Canada has no Michelin star. And Gordon Ramsay is after the Michelin stars. Well, you know, I love MasterChef Canada. You know that. Yes. And I know that Gordon Ramsay has quite a few um, Michelin stars. That's how they say they say it in Canada, which is, I'm not making fun. I love it. But how many, I, I'm not sure how many um, stars Gordon has. It's quite a few, isn't it? He's had as many as three Michelin stars. Wow. That's at a At one restaurant. Yeah. That's a at lot. At one place. So he has multiple stars at different. Correct. Okay. But he did have a three Michelin star restaurant. I think they took some of them away from his restaurant at one point. There was, there was a kerfuffle, a oh. Michelin kerfuffle. I don't know any details, so huh. I can't go into details. But uh, he did lose a Michelin star. So um, the start of Gordon Ramsay's career was uh, a documentary called Boiling Point, where they basically just took, did a documentary of what it was like to work in a Gordon Ramsay restaurant. And then he started his own Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmare. Now that's the, I, I vaguely remember watching Boiling Point. Yes. I think we watched Boiling Point probably in the early 2000s because I think that they showed Boiling Point before they brought Kitchen Nightmares over in, because uh, we watched it on BBC America. And I'm assuming 2004, 2005, because it started in 2004 uh, in England, the Kitchen Nightmares, which, of course, was the show where he would go and visit a struggling restaurant and yell at them until it was a better restaurant. Yes, he would. But I also feel like um, he would also help support them and guide them and... um, my one of my favorite things about Gordon when he visits a restaurant, like in any of his shows, what the like reality shows where he like goes in and troubleshoots, is um, how how disgusted he is, and many of them when he goes into the walk-in. Yes, that's always good. And you know, my favorite Gordon Ramsay show is the Twenty Four Hours to Hell and Back, which is his latest one. 
And they actually have Terminator-esque identifying graphics for the disgusting things that he finds. What? Like, what are you, like, what What you've, kind of graphics? You've, you've seen it before, like, where the little squares zero in, almost like the face <laughs> the face function does on an iPhone. And it'll go in and it'll say, like, mushy peas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I rat really feces like or yeah. whatever, whatever the thing is. And uh, they did that. And, of course, my favorite moment in that show was this season... When he got so mad at people, he made them eat rotten meat and then threw the meat at them. I think, yeah, and and didn't he say something about if you're if something about if you are sick or something like you can eat this penicillin that's growing on yes. this moldy nacho cheese? So I think we could say he was actually helping them, and he he was helping cure any any infections Unknown, they might have exactly. in their bodies. Exactly, although they didn't seem appreciative at the time. They ate the stuff. They ate it though. They did, and With so the, yeah. And I was gonna say then he also did um, Hell's Kitchen. Which he did one season in the UK and then came to America and it ran from, has run from 2005 until today. That's not one. I think Hell's Kitchen is the show that I remember, have the most vivid memory about watching for the very first time, the very first US episode of that show. And to introduce people to us, they should know I have a very poor memory for reality shows. I don't remember contestants' names after the show's series has ended. And I, I remember... You don't remember their names when the series is on. That's true. You give <laughs> them like little nicknames. I give them nicknames. Um, but um, I don't remember the winners of, of old seasons of these kinds of shows at all. But you have a very good memory for that kind of stuff. So you actually remember watching Hell's Kitchen for the first time, and I have no memory of that. Yeah. I don't... We weren't together. We... Well, I mean, we were married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were together, <laughs> but we weren't physically in the same space watching the show. And I'm not even sure if... I don't think you started watching Hell's Kitchen the very first season at the beginning. I think I kind of introduced you to it. That was um, probably the case. Yeah. Because we did enjoy, one of the shows we did enjoy watching together, since this is watching people cook and we'll be talking about other ones, was Iron Chef was kind of, I think, the show that we came together on as just being a great show that we just enjoyed. We bought the book. And uh, the original Japanese version of Iron yeah. Chef, which was just a crazy show. And uh, we were into the translations, the personalities of the chefs, the Japanese celebrities we'd never heard of. And so this, Gordon Ramsay was kind of a next step in terms of that kind of reality show competition cooking. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is and was a great show. Um, and surprisingly enough... The very first time I saw Iron Chef, the original Iron Chef, I can remember distinctly where I was and what I was doing. And at the, I was traveling then, too. That was just one of those shows, like a hotel room show, where yeah. you were like, oh, this looks good, and then, and then um, and watched it. So the um, 
And I remember, sorry to interrupt you, but I also remember um, what I was wearing when I I was watching both of those shows for the very first time. And the the Iron Shop, I was running a little late because I could not stop watching and I was meeting um, some folks to meet up and go to dinner um, because it was a work trip. And I, I, I was late and I hate to be late, but I was late because I was so enthralled with the show. Yeah, and it was it's a crazy show. And so then MasterChef, yeah. which I I might be your favorite Gordon Ramsay show. I believe it, it ask me on any given day, but ye, I, the master the babies, MasterChef with the babies. Is I your, just I just love it. I love it so much. So, well, MasterChef US started in 2010. And then the MasterChef Junior started in 2013. Yeah. And it was life changing. <laughs> life changing. I don't know. Uh, life changing might be a little exaggeration, but I do remember. Um, I remember watching it with you, and I remember how much um, we both liked it. And the first three hosts of it were Gordon Ramsay. Okay, so was it Gordon Ramsay, Joe? And um, uh, Graham? Yep, and Graham Elliott when they first did it. And, um, you know, and then eventually uh, Christina Tozzi came in. I love Christina Tozzi. I think she's my favorite. And, um, yeah, especially after we watched that Chef's Table with her. She's amazing. I love her. Yeah, she was great. That was such a great episode of Chef's Table, too. I agree. And this season, um, from MasterChef, the, the main show, they're adding Aron. Sanchez, who we've also known for a long time from the Food Network. Yeah, absolutely. He was on the Food Network. He did like a show where he had to um, speed around Los Angeles on like a treasure hunt with Chris. Um, I can't remember Chris's last name. But, but they And they tortured them. They'd like, it, was, it seemed dangerous. Like, I had trouble watching that show, even though I watched it was every like, second. It was like, make a bologna sandwich while we rub jalapeno <laughs> peppers in your eyes <laughs> and throw eggs at you. Yeah, and you have to, like, you have to, like, um, speed on a motorcycle without a helmet and get to your next destination before dusk. Right. Or you're going to be, like... In L.A. traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a nightmare. Yes, exactly. So, um, but uh, we like Aron, so we feel like he's a good addition to the show. He he's a very good addition to the show. However, um, I know you you have some, <laughs> you have a you know a couple little issues with Aron, and I would, in my words, I would say it's his um, seriousness about um, giving um, fully formed. Feedback. He he's better about it than he used to be, but um, I think what they the what they had said to the judges on the Food Network shows is you should be positive, but also point out something negative because when they edit those shows together, they want to indicate who cooked the worst. So they have to have a negative comment about every dish just in case. That is the dish that gets someone sent home. So all, like on Chopped, all three dishes might be fantastic, but they have to have a reason to send somebody home. So they do it. And most of the judges, when they do that, are very subtle in the way that they do it because they'll say, this is the most delicious soup I've ever had. I wish it was in a different bowl. Yeah. But he would say, this is the most delicious soup I've ever had. 
But if I had to find a <laughs> fault with it, it would be this one crumb of pepper that didn't quite make it into the soup, but lives on the lip of the bowl. Yeah. Like it would be so weird and set off to the side. And he would always say something like, if I had to find fault with it, or if there were one thing, and it's like, well, it's not if. Yeah. It, it, that <laughs> That is what truly happened. Yeah. And... Uh, so I, I, but he's, he's a good judge and I think he's done really well at MasterChef. So I'm, I'm excited to see him on this Yeah, I like, I like Aron on MasterChef for sure. And it feels like he has, um, maybe warmed up a little bit and it feels also like he, um, I'm not sure if Aron has children or not. I don't know. But it does seem like he will be really good with the little ones. A hundred percent. And they will be so tickled to like hang out with him. And as excited as kids are to see chefs from network shows, it is nothing into comparison to how kids react on those shows to seeing someone who's been on the Food Network. Yeah. The Food Network people, regardless of their actual culinary skill, are heroes. Yeah, especially to little kids, like, um, that maybe are not at their creativity. They're maybe more creative, and they express themselves through, like, creative endeavors, and maybe are slightly marginalized. Yeah. Um, it's it's something nice to see there are people to um, have these children look up to that maybe when when you and I were kids, there really weren't that many. Well, and something like Chopped um, is on every day, right? And <laughs> it's if you, on all the time. So if you were a kid and right now, like if, if you were uh, Baby Pepper and you were, you were sitting down to watch TV, Chopped is something you probably would watch episodes over and over again. Oh my gosh. Oh, David, like Baby Pepper, if, if it were on when I was a child, I mean, when I was little, I loved cooking Sure, and I've loved it for right. a long time. Um, and like the, the few shows, one, we really didn't have a TV all the time. Right. Um, we sometimes did and sometimes we didn't. And the cooking shows that were available were usually on like PBS. And the two that I remember the most are the Galloping Gourmet and Julia Child. And those weren't on like, it was harder to watch. Right. It was infrequent. Yes. So I think for a lot of kids... It feels like those judges on Chopped and the hosts of Chopped are friends. Oh, for sure. Especially, I love the way, I know we're talking about MasterChef Junior, but I love the way um, children just, uh, you can see the joy and they get so excited and tickled to meet Ted. Oh, yeah. I love that. Ted. Just I love that. And he's so good with the little ones. Yes. You you especially enjoy, I know, when he helps them open something. I know. And they're like, Ted, can you give me the stand mixer? I can't get this um, pickled pig, pig ears open. <laughs> and he like goes on over and helps them out. <laughs> Which is good. Um, what I, I wanted to also mention a couple of the things that you and I have noticed in the past. Okay. About um, children's cooking shows in general. Okay. And uh, MasterChef in particular, which is uh, headgear. <laughs> <laughs> that now, what, 
they're different on different shows. Because I think on MasterChef, when they have somebody that's super tiny, they try and get them to wear something on their head to make them stand out a little bit more. Because they are difficult to see because yes. all of the, the cooking stations are the same height. Well, yes. And I feel as though MasterChef Junior, they do the best with the headgear. Yeah. And I think that maybe in the first season of MasterChef Junior or earlier on, perhaps um, children that were more successful or got picked to be on the show had some kind of well, accoutrement. The first winner was uh, Dara, if you remember. And she was not small. She was very tall, but she wore the Hello Kitty bow. On her head. Well, she wasn't the very first MasterChef Junior winner, though, because it was... Oh, I'm um, sorry. Yes, you're right. She was the runner-up. Yeah, because we know who... (laughs) I don't remember the young man's name, and he's called... Alexander. Yeah, Alexander. We did have a... You had a nickname for it. Can you share with (laughs) everybody your nickname for him? Well, he was just so serious. Very serious. And And, such a great cook. Lovely. Like, a lovely young man. One of those kids, too, and you got to appreciate on these shows, the kids that want to help the other kids. Yes. No matter what. But I called him Charles Winchester III <laughs> just because Why? of MASH. Yeah. And because he he seemed old for his age and um, wise, but such a good heart. Yeah. Such a, and a, a great, but she had, Dara had yeah. the Hello Kitty Bow. Always had a giant bow, and that was her. Yeah. That was her like little standout her signature. Yeah. yeah, and even from the first episode, you kind of remembered who she was, which I think set off an explosion in kids cooking. Couldn't shows. agree more. I could not agree more. And the, and the accoutrements, the headgear, um, the matching something to something else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and both the um the male and female children. Yes. And I, I was gonna say the other person on MasterChef Junior that I think um it was more natural because I think it was natural for Dara. I think that's probably her like, personality. That was sure. her personality was um Addison with her backwards oh. baseball hat. I cannot Bad News Bears. I, I know. love Addison. But I <laughs> I just have a feeling like that was part of who she was. It wasn't something that she wore for the show. Yeah. But when they did the um Chop Junior, uh they would there would be at least one person with some kind of bow or headgear per show. Yeah, it, or like a bow uh, some type of bow, like a bow tie, yeah. a bow headband, um maybe even like bow like multiple bows like other yeah. places. I think even one of the contestants at one point had matching bows on their shoes and had to like do a little jump so you could see. Yeah. Yeah. They There were a bunch of them though. And so I think it kind of went overboard. Yeah. I can see that. But in the preview session uh, for this season. There's a lot going there's on. There's a lot going on. But uh, the one that they've just started decided is the star of the preview. And I, I don't know her name, but... She's short, but she's wearing a hat. Oh, I can't remember her name. But I don't know her name. I don't remember her name. I'm not sure if I remember any of this season's yeah. name, children's names right now, because we only watched the, the preview, preview once. Right, right. Um, she's very petite for her size, and I almost wonder if because she's so, or for her age, I think. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if because she's so um 
so small that she has extra personality and extra like it seems like she's got always has a hat on and it's usually like a fedora i say like this like we've seen her multiple times but But we have it but i'm just saying like they've made someone with headgear the center of the the one to watch the promo for the show yeah Yeah, yeah, that, that was my only point is it's because it seems like um almost uh the producers and gordon ramsay has some of the best producers in the business we yeah. we have said that about the hell's kitchen crew the master chef crew yeah. everybody like they, he always has the best you've producers said, yes i agree you've said that for and you also say he has the best editors oh my on television yes and you love um i'm not sure if it's the are they called bumpers or yeah the, the interstitials inter- yeah and i agree i think they do a great job they do a with phenomenal those job. they do a phenomenal yeah. job and and um they do a great job with uh, the stories. Yeah. The other thing that I love about his editors, especially in Hell's Kitchen, is that you can tell when they don't like someone <laughs> because they have so much footage of people. And for the most part, they're kind with mm. the footage. I mean, they it depends. do. I, I agree to a certain extent. I think it depends on the show. I don't think they're super kind with the Hell's Kitchen well, footage. If if they don't like you on Hell's Kitchen, they're showing you from behind getting out of that hot tub. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You can tell when they don't like somebody. Because if, if somebody's a great hero on the show, they show them in the hot tub holding a champagne glass. If they don't like you... You're getting out of there, and with soggy pants, yeah. and um, and whatever's going on is just it's going to happen. And so, I, they're very good at telling stories. The people who make these shows, because the Food Network yeah. shows are more cut and dried. I, yeah, for sure. And there's not as much backstory. But if we can just go to the Hell's Kitchen, one thing from this last season sure, go ahead. that the editors did just so beautifully was that one contestant, um, and I don't know his name, but he definitely was struggling. I'll say yeah. that. And they disliked him so much. They showed the infrared. I don't know if it's infrared. I'm just calling that night vision camera right. of him in his bed. I'm pretty sure it was the hell's I'm almost positive in his bed. And, I'm not going to say for sure this is what happened, but it appeared as though this contestant in in infrared camera maybe had a little congestion in his nostril and and picked his nose, did not know what to do with it, or was just so hungry he had a little nibble of that booger, and they showed it. So They had a choice. They had a choice there. And they chose. They they went with the choice they they made. <laughs> so, well, uh, and one other thing I wanted to bring up before uh, before we end this is the worst kids cooking show that we've ever watched. Ah, uh, it was. Which, well, explain why it was the worst. Well, though. it was when they decided it wasn't because of the kids. No, 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 no. The kids. I we I we had such empathy for the kids. As a matter of fact, but. It was the first episode of Top Chef Junior. And the amount of tears that were cried. It was, was so hard to so hard to and watch. Curtis was is not the guy that you want. What's his name? Curtis Curtis Stone. Stone. He yeah. just I think he wanted to 
like appear to, he wanted to treat the children as if they were um, grown adults and, and treat them with the same level of respect and feedback and in the exact way he would give criticism, constructive criticism to adults, to children. Right. And it ended in tears. There was a lot oh, of crying. Wait. That first episode was so hard. And, and they gave them, the, even the first challenge that they did, instead of, which this is another thing I was going to say that I think MasterChef Junior does really well, is those early challenges in kids' shows need to be about potential. Yes, I agree. Because all of those kids come from different cultural Mm -hmm. backgrounds, different economic backgrounds. You'll get one kid who's like, well, I formed my culinary expertise after my third trip to France when I ate it. And then another one that's like, I make the sandwiches for my church every Sunday. Or the omelet bar for the, you know, and it's just... So you have like this huge, vast differences. So those first few challenges, you want those kids to just show what their potential is going to be over the course of the show, not judge them by everything that they brought at that moment. Yeah. And so Top Chef set it up so that they would just, most of them would would, fail. Even like the win, like, and it also, the thing that I love about MasterChef Junior compared to that Top Chef is they build to the um, more difficult technical challenge, for lack of a better term. And they um, help prepare the children for, okay, well, you know, and each episode gets maybe more difficult and challenging, but they give them some tips and and like training, like stepping stones to get to those more difficult challenges. Where that top chef, Junior, it was like, out the gate, like we're gonna make you all make the most difficult thing that in a short period in of a time. very short period of time, and so even the person who did the best still did really poorly at the challenge. Yeah, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. And and uh, Curtis Stone got better because we we even said you can tell that they stopped after they filmed that first episode and kind of reformed the show because the second episode. <laughs> what you said was. Oh, I think that they got a lot of notes on that. That's what you said. Yeah. And we were saying though that um uh that I what's the woman who was on that show? Um the I can't remember. Lachey, like I think Nick Lachey's wife or I, I can't the, remember. But she like it almost felt like she was like trying to like go in and she was giving a lot of hugs and a lot yeah, of comfort. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and nice. And yeah. she and Curtis are both probably yeah. really nice. Yeah. It's just Top Chef. They were trying to make it Top Chef. Yes. So when they make it Top Chef, and Top Chef has Padma, who, (laughs) who, well, especially Tipsy Padma. Yeah. Padma gives rough feedback, but Tipsy Padma gives really like we just. It's not even rough. It is. It is like brutal and and passive aggressive. Yeah. Because when usually, (laughs) usually when chefs give each other feedback on this show, they say. Either the problem. They yeah. go, this is salty. Or they go, did you taste this? No. But, well, I, this, yes. I'm sorry. Did, yes. They that, say, and Padma, <laughs> the one that I remember from Top Chef this season is, were you hoping to blow out my palate? Well, she said, she actually said, she said, did you mean to burn my palate? 
And yeah. the person's like, oh, my God, did I add that much spice? Yeah. And she's like, no, I meant temperature, temperature which is like, that's a crazy way to give that feedback. That's just yeah. pure weirdness. Yeah. Like, I would feel so bad after I got that kind of feedback because it it just, but so that's the kind of feedback you can give to a, people. A grown that, adult, yeah. A grown adult who is eventually going to be own a Michelin star rest, restaurant and is going to go on. And has worked in kitchens that yeah. are pretty cut and dry. And, like, and in Padma's case, yeah. dealt with difficult customers. Because <laughs> let's, be, let's be serious about Padma. She's mostly like a picky customer on the show. Yeah, she is. I, you know, I, I have my... up. I, I fluctuate. I am very fickle when it comes to Padma. Well, I love Padma. Yeah. I'm not saying that they yeah. should cut Padma. Or, no, no, no. But I just, I'm saying like that she is, that is her position on the show. Yeah. Is to be like someone who eats out all the time and is a very particular customer. But you can't do that with the little kids. I no. mean, you can do it, but it's certainly not watchable. Right. But I think, but I think Curtis... That was kind of the note that they gave Curtis yeah. was to give more of that kind of advice rather than the helpful kind yeah, of advice. Yeah, the real direct critical feedback, yeah. yeah. Rather than like helpful advice, like, you know, this is pretty good, but next time you need to cut back any amount of salt, which is kind yeah. of what they do on MasterChef. Sure. Towards the end, they get a little rougher, but yeah. mostly it's it's that kind of feedback, like, oh, this is what I want to do. So <laughs> Padma wouldn't be one I wouldn't want in a kid's show, but uh, I also have to say... Uh, the other one that I wouldn't want in a show is um, uh, as a judge. Are you saying? Yeah, as a judge, who would you not want? Um, I that's hard to say. I know who I would love. I would love Alex Gornishelli. I love her. I love yes. her with children. Um, it's hard to like pick one that I wouldn't. I mean, there are some that have had some. Personal issues, I don't know. Well, I'll say mine. Okay. Giada. Oh, we, I don't even, I can't, I don't want, I don't want to talk about Giada because I definitely have an opinion and it just, I'm not sure. I want to stay real positive. <laughs> but you wouldn't, you wouldn't want her as a host for a like a kid, a judge I don't and a think kid's I would. I mean, she does have a daughter, and yeah. Padma also has a daughter, and yeah. she's and they both speak very fondly of their daughters. Sure, so sure. I do like that, but yeah, that would be tough to watch. Yeah, so those were my two. Okay, all right. <laughs> I didn't want to watch it, so um, we are excited to watch it. I'm so looking forward to watching Top Chef Junior with you. Top Chef oh, no, Junior? Sorry, I misspoke. I don't think they ever did a second season. They did. It did was, they? I looked it up today. It was um, on, uh, like, I can't remember the name of the channel, but like Universal Junior. It was oh. like it was like the one of the starting shows for a kid's channel, and it might, oh. might be streaming only. We might have to try to watch that. <laughs> try to watch that. <laughs> no, Ma- I'm sorry. I misspoke. Master Chef Junior. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to watching that with you and watching the little kids cook because it's, it brings me so much joy. Um, and it's, it's so fun to watch it with you. Yay. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And we will post as soon as we can after the episode airs. Uh, depending on if we're tired and we want to go to sleep, or we may we may record right after the yeah. episode. We may have to wait until the next yeah. day. Well, we'll play it by ear, I guess, right? All right. 
Thanks. Okay. Please subscribe. Bye.